0: Good evening. Tonight we are going to be talking about rubbish. You're listening to The Spotlight, and I'm not. Ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The Spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. This evening, we are going to be talking about something a lot of us went through, and we call that something the 90s. This evening, I'm joined by Colleen, Sarah, Chris, and I think I'm here, but I'm not sure. So, anybody want to say hi?
1: What's up? Yo. Chris, want
0: to say hi? That was a really neat pattern. We could draw with this if we figure this out, right? Yeah. So, the 90s. Some people hate it. Some people love it. Um, It was the era of gross. It was the era of fluorescent. Gross? Uh, Yes. Uh... It was a big time for YTV coming up and uh, other things like Nickelodeon. Oh, there was a lot kind of stuff. different things Tell like Gack, and all these different oozes started to show up and stuff like that. I thought
1: that didn't happen until you were in your 40s. Uh,
0: Ghostbusters were already out, so slime was everywhere. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were huge, so ooze was everywhere. That it, was the it, 80s. Yeah. They all came out in the end of the 80s and bled into the 90s.
1: Fair enough, but they're not necessarily 90s things. No,
0: no, those two things specifically. No, Ghostbusters was before, so was Ninja Turtles. But we had a lot of different things like Earthworm Jim, that was the 90s. Uh, Freakazoid, who ran around in his underwear. Animaniacs. Uh, everything had a little bit more gross stuff to it, you know?
1: We're tiny, <laughs> we're puny, we're yeah. all a little loony. Can't sing any more than that or we'll get a copyright
2: pinky and a brain <laughs> and, and then we had well let's see we had 94 which was the year of grunge and nirvana blew up made everything amazing and then you had like <laughs> your grunge clothing with your plaid and oh yeah i wrote ripped that jeans shit jeans and I also
1: early early 90s was the jean shorts with the black leggings with the lace at the bottom before the foot i had those but i used to love my denim with the ripped parts and then i had my my uh doc martens i was only allowed to have the shoes though and then the flannel shirts
0: what about parachute pants
1: <laughs> no i didn't have those uh
0: late that, 90s that was- 96 97 you had the tear away adidas pants now now they're known as Geno pants. I don't know. You know, just so everybody up there, out there is updated on the terminology.
3: I thought the parachute pants were like late, early. Like pro- probably cussed. They were late, early, early it,
0: 90s. It, it, it okay, was. Okay, all right. It, well, hammer, right? hammer did it. Yeah, so the, when was Hammer's thing?
3: The awesome thing about grunge was that it was cheap. Like uh, the year before I went into high school was, was preppy. Can't
0: touch this.
3: And you'd spend hundreds getting your kids dressed for school. The when I went into grade 10 in that, like I made 50 bucks because it was, you had to be grunge. It was awesome. My parents loved it. Wait, wait, wait.
1: 50 bucks for grunge? I did it for like free. I think I paid 20 bucks for my jeans
3: and all my flannel shirts were my dad's.
1: Didn't
0: say you were. You're just well, going to be accurate. like
3: 50 bucks for the whole wardrobe for the whole year. You know, you could do it for under 50 except for the docs. Except for the docs. Except for the docks. Now I got lucky my parents went buy me Docs and then my physiotherapist said that those were the only shoes that would support me and I got Docs that very night.
0: It See, was the best yep. night. I remember grade 5 a friend coming up to me and he's like, "Hey man, you seen these shoes before?" I'm like, "Those are boots." He's like, "These are called Doc Martens. <laughs> They're supposed to be one of the best shoes in the world." I'm like, "Oh, cool." I actually wanted another Never another pair. had
1: a pair. I want another pair. I got the pair of shoes when I was in grade 6. And those shoes lasted me till the start of grade 10. They were, And I wore them constantly, and they were the best shoes I ever had because they actually held up for everything, and they were comfortable, and they, my back never hurt, especially since that's when I started getting the big, big boobies.
0: The closest thing I had to Doc Martens were the shoes that kind of looked like it,
3: uh,
1: but the they were off.
0: definitely not. But I could play hacky sack in them. You know, that's all that mattered.
3: I had the eight holes, <laughs> and it was so Would cool. Would you call me? They. <laughs> yeah I had the eight holes because and it was hilarious because the physiotherapist was trying to find something that could support my feet support my ankles were good enough, and she said the only ones that are out there are docks, so we got them that night, and I still have them. they are in like like I mean, yeah, they're really warm, but they look awesome. you know, my nieces once said, hey, you know, why don't I buy you a new pair, and I'll take your old ones because of course the old ones look better
0: a new and pair of
3: what um pardon a new pair of a new pair of docks, oh, what kind uh yeah, like, M em- offered me that she's like, I'll buy you a new pair of eight-hole Docs.
0: Keep it up, I'll tell uh-huh. them.
3: And, uh, and I can have yours. I'm like, you can pry them off my cold, dead feet. I'm being buried with them. Like, ain't gonna happen. No way.
2: So, I had the Doc Martens because of my aunt. I ended up getting a pair of Doc Martens. But I also had a black bomber jacket. And my hair was always very short. So... I automatically got thrown into that category of white supremacist, which sucks because just because you had a bomber jacket and Doc Martens, you were automatically classified as a skinhead. And that's another thing that started in the early 90s, an unfortunate thing that started in the 90s because a lot of people who just like to keep their hair short and like dressing that way, we got stereotyped.
0: In the 90s, you were a kid. I'm pretty sure they weren't thinking you were a full-blown skinhead. You're I'm, younger than me. Not by much.
1: Six months.
0: Six months, that's half a year.
1: How is it six months when his is April and yours is March? Okay, so
0: almost a year. Okay. Almost a year. 11 months. 11 months.
1: Anyways, I still think I could probably rock the grunge look.
0: Yeah, don't you yell, Sarah. You don't yeah,
1: I want right to rock the grunge look. I think I could go back to that and just kind of do that except for now I have to do it in leggings because I'm old
0: uh bull haircut oh yeah I I, I, I was that you so the know, guy
1: I had a crush on in high school had the bull haircut yeah
0: <laughs> I, I was definitely one of those Jonathan Taylor Tomer looking Th- Thomas looking motherfuckers Tomer? you know whatever Jonathan
1: Taylor Thomas. you know
0: you're uh the yeah John, that guy yeah and, and, and what was the other guy from Casper
1: Devin Sawa that one he was yeah. my guy I love Devin Sawa uh, Th- and then, then then, you got the best, though, because they were both in Wild America. Okay. With Scott Barristow. Wild America was a great movie based on
2: true story. So I, I can remember the day and remember it like it was yesterday. I was eight years old, and I used to help this lady who worked in the parking lot for General Hospital, and she did all the parking for the cars like and- working parking passes and stuff like that and i would help guide the cars to like where they were supposed to park Wait, what kind of lot it was a parking lot uh,
1: i thought you said porking lot
3: <laughs> i did too
1: it's hamilton so it could very easily be a porking lot
2: what is up with your wife and making my words something they're not no
1: seriously i, I actually thought stop. that's what i heard you say it wasn't that i was making fun of your your wording i just thought that's what i heard you say oh okay okay just clarifying
2: finish your second glass
1: I will. I'm <laughs> so, grieving here.
2: Yes. So, I was working in the <laughs> parking lot and directing cars to where they needed to park and stuff like that and um like if she needed to go to the washroom, like run over to the hospital because they didn't have a washroom on site. I would do the tickets and stuff like that. At the age of 8, like I basically ran a parking lot. And her payment to me was to get my hair cut and I was like, "Oh, okay." So she was like, what kind of haircut do you want? And I wanted a mohawk. And she was like, oh, I think mohawks are a little too extreme for somebody your age. And she took me to the barber and literally got me a bowl cut. I went home and my dad lost his shit and said I look like a
0: giant penis with ears. (laughs) We always had a joke that we were going to get a skin colored turtleneck, pull it up to your eyebrows and call you a dickhead. Yeah.
1: Didn't you have one of those?
0: Ball, uh, mushroom cut Yeah, that's what I mean yeah, yeah. the bowl cut yeah for yeah. sure well you are a dick
1: yeah with your dick pants you are
0: what you eat or something
3: your balls. now for girls though things were different our, I don't actually even really remember what our haircuts were what I know is there was a huge difference we went from the 80s where it was oh, like
1: no. we had the feather bangs.
3: oh but, but it wasn't as bad like in the 80s our haircuts were like you used up a whole can of hairspray you feathered you curled you, you did amazing in the 90s it got much looser and, and much easier to deal with. And uh, I mean,
1: you know who else all got looser in haircuts.
0: the '90s? You? Madonna. Just saying.
1: Actually, you're not wrong because that's when "Justify My Love" came out in erotica, mm-hmm. and those band, those both were banned from MTV and much music
0: because they were ucky. They were
1: ucky. So for women, like we didn't have like we a lot of the times it was straight hair or wavy hair with the feathered bangs, where it would be like curled up and then curled under. So it's like you had like this weird. Thing going on, um, I don't think I ever had bangs back then, so I don't really remember. Um, yeah. Did I? Yeah, I don't know if I did that though. Um, I can't remember that far back. But fluorescent was big. Why are you licking the microphone?
2: I'm not licking the microphone. It you looks guys like are
1: you're just. <laughs> 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 Sorry.
2: <laughs> so you guys had weird haircuts. The boys ended up with weird haircuts, and then i'll never forget near the end like i know we're gonna jump around on this podcast all over the place for for the decade of the 90s but i'll never forget when the kurt cobain like grunge grease look came out and like i wasn't old enough to realize that i was even doing it but i started with that and my cousin jay was like oh my god like wash your goddamn hair like it but it looks like you're a pig thing, having dirty yeah hair. and it was like well the schools that i went to head lice was a big thing and a lot of people think that it's dirty haired people that get head lice and it's not it's people with clean hair because they don't like grease they slide
0: out too easily true thing we actually learned recently that they really don't give a shit yeah yeah it's uh, true i mean they prefer
1: or, cleaner hair but they don't yeah, really they care. prefer
0: cleaner hair but they will go to uh yeah don't eat the microphones here you got one of those higher pitch ones you oh, don't need I'm to get sorry. in there I'm sitting too close, you I got speak. a projecting voice you don't need to get close
3: what was neat though with the girls was that you it was all different types of hair it wasn't like it all had to be like down to your mid back or whatever like there were girls with little short pixies, bobs, mohawks, you name it. Like I There had a were rat so tail. many different types. Yeah. You
0: remember the rat tail? Oh, the rat tails. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, we were just getting out of mullets.
0: Yeah. Like, that was I so lovely have to get rid of. I did not have a mullet. She's not peeking. She was. And there's limiters on. Don't worry about it.
1: Okay, so since it's windy. Oh. Who, who uh, remembers those fantastical wind-breaking suits with the oh, heck matching yeah. jackets and did, pants?
0: Did anybody else figure out that you could fold them up into a little pouch and wear them yeah. around your waist? <laughs> a lot of people didn't know that. I'm like, hey, check out what this thing can do. And I rolled it up and they're like, holy crap, that's awesome. I'm like, yours can probably do it too. Do you have a strap in your pocket? And he's like, oh yeah, I do have a strap. I'm like, take it off. We'll, we'll flip yours. And and he just didn't know that they turned inside because out. Because
3: they were supposed to be wrinkly. Yeah. How did, how did you not know that they turned inside out? They had a pouch on the front and a strap. Like That was their whole gimmick, was that you could turn them inside out and put them in the pouch.
2: Well, a lot of people thought that pouch was just a kangaroo pouch. Oh, wow. Like on a hoodie.
3: Okay. Oh, yeah. so many- Jeez.
1: So
2: okay. Another thing I remember, and it was everywhere was georgetown bulldogs and the charlotte charlotte hornet jackets michigan and yeah university of michigan and the big one that every kid had to have because of the six p was chicago bulls you had to have a chicago Bulls starter jacket to be the cool kid and that's when i got into like middle school and stuff like that and i'll never forget yeah i know you guys are old over there (laughs) haha so um for you americans junior high um but uh yeah i got my georgetown jacket and i'll never forget because like i was a big georgetown fan like bulldog fan and my the middle school that i went to was called the bulldogs and it just it fit perfectly and then i ended up getting into a fight with some kid broke his nose and he bled all over the back of my jacket and i had to throw it out
1: that's an expensive loss
0: as as you do i guess (laughs) <laughs> you know, I end up getting a Charlotte one. <laughs> uh, a lot of good sitcoms in the nineties. Home Improvement. Home Improvement that Sarah's been addicted to for a couple of weeks now. I've
1: been watching it again because it to me it's like I haven't seen it. It's never really been on like reruns or anything, so it's like it was kind of a nice switch over. So I've actually enjoyed it more now because I get more of the sexual innuendos than I did back then. And oh, I'm maybe
0: I should go funnier. back and watch it. Yeah,
1: yeah, it is funny. It's on Disney Plus in Canada.
2: What about Boob Watch? Wasn't that Bay in the watch? 90s? Yeah, that was yeah, 90s. Yeah. yeah, Boob Watch.
1: A- end of 80s be- and beginning mid-90s. Yeah, yeah, And same with Pacific Blue, which was like their spinoff with the Bike Cops.
3: I used to love that show. I-, I recently watched some Baywatch with a cousin, and I never really paid any attention to it as a teen, and... I was shocked when I watched it as to how much time was spent showing up the bodies. It's like in the middle of this big dramatic scene, and they spend two minutes showcasing, you know, and it's like, I'm like, Uh, okay, I understand why I was never into this. Which one is that? (laughs) Baywatch. Baywatch.
0: Then you got Friends.
3: Oh, yeah. There were so many. Like, there was nanny, What's
0: the deal with the French? Um, Seinfeld. 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 Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I never liked that show. It was just- you gotta calm down.
1: Oh, what's the line from New Girl when Winston was doing his Seinfeld? We've got apple juice. You got apples and apple juice, and there's bananas. Why isn't there banana juice? And he was doing it like Seinfeld or something like that. What's the
0: deal? Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, Jerry.
1: Yeah. Uh, good old time.
2: Nine oh two one zero.
1: Oh my gosh! Yes, I used to watch that with my friend Patsy over the phone, and we'd be quiet during the show, and then we'd talk about it during the
3: commercials. <laughs> so. Well. X Files. Yes. X Files. That was a big like Friday Night Foxes. Friday Night. That was a big deal. Like for, us, yes. for oh yeah, yeah.
0: I remember when I was in Avondale and I was selling people stuff, and they're totally used to come to nine oh two, and I would tell them, "I so help me God, if you finish that, you are getting a bag handed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was the other one? I can't remember it. There was nine oh two one oh, and then Melrose Place. Melrose Place. Yeah, and, and then. Dawson's Creek came out in 2000. No, it was late. Late 90s. Was it 90s late because 90s? Because I watched oh, it with okay. April. And One Tree Hill? Like One Crap Tree Hill too. was two oh, thousand. Okay, same yeah. with the OC. Yeah. Okay. They came out, I think, in 04. Yeah, I think. 2003 or
0: yeah. Buffy?
2: Buffy. Buffy. The original. The movie was the best.
1: The um, movie yeah. was the best. I never watched the series because I can't stand Sarah Michelle Gellar.
0: I don't mind her.
3: She's got a weird nose. I can't look I, at it. I like the series.
0: The, the series is pretty good. Uh... Even though I was forced to watch it on repeat night after night for about two years. What do you, what do you, what do you... Chris is shaking his PJ. Chris is dancing, and for a uh, guy he, with two busted knees, he did all right. The
3: other one, Star Trek's.
0: Star Trek's, oh, thank God I mean, for Next Gen. Next
3: Gen came out, I think it was 88, 89, somewhere in there. Something but like that, it but it really went Really, right in the 90s, yeah. and then in the 90s, we got um, DS9, then got added. Uh, never interested in that one, but there were a lot of
0: if you forget voyager v-
3: wasn't voyager like 2000s that's why i thought yeah <laughs> um you know
1: what okay so we're no, I'm going to we're basically making lists again so we need to make them things more so hang on i'll let matt make his phone call and then i'll continue my point
0: Hello, buddy. you're on live with the mystery matt spotlight how are you Yeah, well, it is, because you keep calling in. Hi. Ah. I thought I was calling in. Hi, hi, everybody on the podcast. Everybody remembers John Boy. Last what's name's the nice, not needed. What's tonight's nice subject matter, my friend? Tonight's subject matter is the 90s. Same five, same channel. Sorry, I had to
2: watch. The 90s. Oh, awesome decade.
0: Yeah. So, who, so who's talking about Seinfeld and the Simpsons now? Seinfeld and The Simpsons now. Well, we hadn't hit The Simpsons yet, but we just mentioned Seinfeld. Oh, classic,
1: my guy. Wrap it up, buddy.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I got to let you go. All right, have fun. Okay, bye-bye.
1: Okay, so where was I going? All right, no more (coughs) lists. So for Colleen and I, when X-Files came out, we were excited about it. So Friday, when it was on Friday nights, which is when it debuted, we always had sleepovers. And a lot of the times we'd... Did you have your pool yet? Yeah. Okay, so we'd go swimming.
0: Stinky kitty.
1: And then we'd watch X-Files. We'd pull out the, the couch down in the basement. We'd watch X-Files, get our up chips. We'd also finish it up with this very short-lived but really good oh. series of strange luck starring D.B. Sweeney, oh. who we were totally in love with. Oh. And because of our obsession with X-Files, we were convinced that we saw a UFO one night while we were in the pool. And then the next day we had, like, rashes. And then we, like, decimated the library of their alien books. It was really cool.
0: Pogs were big for like six months.
1: I never got into them because we were too old.
0: Trolls were big for about a year. I
1: had a couple of those. Okay, so.
0: Beanie babies were oh, big.
1: Beanies. Yeah, I have those. And
0: they're now worthless, just like all of your pop vinyls, just so everybody out there isn't surprised, but they
1: were shit. What about Fighting Evil by Moonlight? Oh.
0: Sailor Moon? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that actually started in the 80s.
1: No, it was 94 yeah. here.
0: 94 here, but yeah, so there was.
1: In North America, Sailor Moon popped onto the scene around 94, 95. It became really big. And amongst my friends, we all just gravitated towards it. And we all kind of like, oh, you're Sailor this and you're Sailor that. And my... Did you
0: have the nerd friends that sat there every lunch and drew out Sailor Scouts? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we would do that. And um, we had Sailor Moon playing cards. So Rebecca, Amy, Melissa, who we called affectionately Fuzz. Would um, sit in the hallway during our spares, eat frozen juice, you know, like the frozen concentrated juice from the can yeah. with spoons and play asshole with our Sailor Moon cards.
0: That's twice.
1: What? Well, she said eight hole, not asshole. Like oh. Asshole. But yeah. So see, we we made a big deal of it. I had stamps and everything. I had almost all the dolls, which I cannot find because I wanted to give them to
2: River.
0: I think Dick Tracy came out in 90.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: My favorite thing
2: actually came out in '89, but they blew up in '90, 90, '91, and that was New Kids on the Block.
3: You you were a NK NKOTB NKOTB'er.
2: I loved NKTOB.
3: Same here, same here. We would we would like dance and and all that to it, and uh, we actually a couple years ago went to their uh, their concert. Their yeah, six years ago, went to their concert in To. And like, absolutely love them. Like that was kind of like the start of the boy band. Like, like really big into the start of the boy band. This is
0: also why I keep revoking Chris's man card. <laughs>
3: oh, but N- <laughs> N- TV <N-K-O-TV laughs> was cool.
1: So <coughs> at the concert, I went mostly because I was a Swift huge fan of Paula Abdul. And Paula Abdul was touring with New Kids in Toronto, but they also brought along Boys to Men, who I liked, but I didn't really have a deep appreciation for. And her and I, I think we've came wow. across thinking they were the best part of the whole were, show.
3: Oh, amazing.
1: They were yeah. amazing.
2: So I seen New Kids and Backstreet Boys together. The two before. Wow. I might have just crammed myself. They literally <laughs> performed like New Kids would perform <laughs> one song and then Backstreet Boys would perform another song. And they went back and forth all night and it was like a musical battle and it... They were both on stage at the same time, so that it was like a dance battle and it was hilarious to watch have been really new good, kids and cool. And unfortunately Nick wasn't on the t- like Nick Carter wasn't on the tour, and neither was John, because um John Knight wasn't feeling very well and oh. stuff like that. We so, got
1: all five new kids. Yeah. But we only got I only three got out of four. the four boys to win, yeah. I think.
2: Well, yeah. once yeah, but
1: Paul Abdul, like, she's like, what, she was in her 50s? Oh my god. That girl can still freaking dance. And then she did like a, 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 like a thing with a Gene Kelly in the background. Oh, yes. Right before, I think Opposites Attractive, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And it was so good because, like, being a fan of Gene Kelly and anybody who's probably born in the 80s to now probably doesn't even know who that is, which is unfortunate. Go watch Singing in the Rain, assholes. Um, he was one of the best... Tap dancers no, and dancers in the 40s and 50s. He, and then he was just also hot. Um, but he was iconic and he inspired so much dance in people, including Paul Abdul. So. Uh,
0: yeah. Now, over to the tech world, we cannot forget the giant leap to Windows 95 and then again to Windows 98. That was a huge thing for computers. The first computer I built, I was in grade 7, which was 97, if you cared to know. It was a 286, so it was, it was already like dated by the time I was making it. It had a 20-gig hard drive, and that was expensive at the time. And, yeah, so f- that one wouldn't even hold Windows 95. <clears throat> then when we got a computer that could, it was like night and day. Absolutely just complete switch over.
1: I have to laugh because you mentioned that you were what in grade seven in 97. The other day when I was mentioning the West Memphis three case and the boys were eight years old in 1993 and I'm like, Holy shit. You were like that. You were nine in 93 and I was 14 or 13. And I'm like, wow, that's a big age gap when you think about it. But now that we're together, it doesn't seem like that big of an age gap.
0: That's because when you're younger, uh, the years are longer. Yeah, when you're maybe. older, they shoot by a lot quicker. That's true. So what you see as four years, our daughter is already double that old and it doesn't seem like that. That's well, because she's eight. So eight 40. years in the span of an entire person's life is not that big.
1: Yeah, but it just seems like, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I was just entering high school when you were eight. And I'm like, wow, ew. And it kind of disturbed me a little bit. And I'm thinking, you were like the same age as those boys who got murdered. Well it's kind of disturbing it like, kind of affected me in a certain way
0: my my dad was twenty years younger than his next youngest sibling so like even that kind of age gap is way bigger than eight years mm. you know what I mean so like apart, he was old enough to date one of his you know brother's kids if that wasn't so gross well, it was and disgusting, but that's what I mean by there. the time thing. But yeah,
1: like it's, it was just kind of like, as I was going through the West Memphis three case and yes, that happened in the nineties we could probably talk about it here, but we're not going to stay tuned for a future podcast. Um, some of the biggest crimes though did happen in the nineties. Yeah. John Bonet Ramsey was 96 and that took the world by storm. And we did cover that in season two in a four part episode. Go check it out um
2: the first world trade bombing the
1: first world trade bombing happened the gulf war was what 90 91
2: 89 was
1: it 89 it started
3: but it finished in like the 91. 90s was it 91 the the other one it, there were like in the 90s it was almost like a bit of innocence getting lost like we we switched different types of Uh, of crimes and they become much more like in in the 90s well we had oj simpson well in 90 i think it was 95 was timothy mcveigh and the oklahoma city bombing yes then and and that we had waco and then in 99 was columbine the first big school shooting um it was almost like a bit of innocence got lost
1: um
3: yeah and for us like okay you can even say that with the west memphis
1: 3 case in 93 But for us, especially Colleen and I, and especially Colleen, our innocence got lost around 92 when Homolka and Bernardo was kidnapping and killing people. Because up until that point, we had so much freedom. When I was younger than River and I was riding my bike uptown and doing things with my friend Patsy all the time. And then Colleen and I would go all over town as well. Like we were always on our bikes. I was always on my bike alone. I did a lot of things by myself. I'd go to the lake by myself, and I'd go up a trail where easily I could have gotten killed, like the West Memphis
2: Three boys. I, I was eight years old and riding anywhere, be, riding my bike with a group of friends anywhere between twenty to thirty kilometers a day. Oh, easy. so that we could go down to the beach here, and everybody would go down to the beach. We'd all hang out at the beach, sneak into waterworks and stuff like that, and then like you'd go back just as the streetlights were going on so yeah. that your parents didn't kill you because streetlights meant get the hell home yeah, but
1: Bernardo and Homolka changed all of that for this whole region yeah. of the Niagara Hamilton Burlington region
2: see it changed
1: I, everything for us kids
2: I don't know if it was different because you guys were girls Maybe. but like yeah. for, for me my dad was wake up in the morning 8 o'clock in the morning get the fuck out the door and see I don't want to see yeah. yeah I don't want to see until the lights come back on yeah. which was nine ten o'clock at night but that's the way, like, I was very free range. Oh, so was and, I. Like, there was times where I'd be out with my friends or, you know, I'd because my dad worked all day and wouldn't get home until like six, seven o'clock at night because he was a roofer. So the doors would be locked in the house and I couldn't get back into the house until he got home and it'd be like, okay, well, uh, it's raining out. And I'm soaking wet, and I have nowhere to stay dry. So what Let's the hell do it, I do? You were
1: the last of the so-called latchkey kids. Oh hell yeah! You know, Colleen and I were the epitome of the latchkey kids. Yeah, yep, I, I was
0: there too. Yeah. Yep.
1: And but for like my parent, like mom said, my mom said this the other day or a couple of week- months ago. We were talking about shit, and she's like, "I can't believe all the stuff I let you do as a child." She's like, "It baffles me how you're still here, how you never got kidnapped." I said, "Mom." If you knew half of the shit that I did between the sev- between 7 and 13, you would be appalled or worried. And actually, looking back on things, I can't believe I did half the shit I did.
0: In the education world, we had the curriculum change. Yeah. Where they got rid of an entire grade. It used to go to grade oh. 13. Then they made it so that there was, was no grade 13. There was only a grade 12. Then they started OAC, or yeah, they had OAC to replace grade 13 for the longest time, which was also then relabeled into college prep, which wasn't mandatory.
1: I was the last 13er.
0: Hmm?
2: I was the last 13er.
0: Uh, I was the last OACer.
2: So I'm I'm trying to figure out how you were the last OACer because I remember starting, I started high school in 99 and that's the year that they brought in the mandatory 40 hours of um co-op co-op or, um, or
0: volunteer. volunteer yeah you got i to escaped do your-
1: that
2: <laughs>
1: you're a year
0: back the year after me had to do the volunteer work i did not i started in 98 and finished in 99 yeah
1: he started high school when i technically
3: graduated
0: yeah that's well, sad high school is only four years long five years if you're
3: Lazy five, five for us. Like I was seven if
0: you're not good at stuff.
3: I'm two years two years older than Sarah. So yeah, I was definitely with the OAC groups and uh and it was just normal. What was weird was when I went into school, the grade niners, like if somebody in OAC was God, you did not mess with them. Like, you knew they had the ultimate respect. You did not mess with them. By the time I was in OAC, it was completely different. The grade Niners, they didn't give a damn. They
0: didn't give a damn. They didn't, it was Sa- really Same weird. thing with me. Like, I went in, like, when I went into my school, my school was so old that I was there for one year and then they tore it down. That's how old this thing was, right? I go in there and our student council guy has like a suit on. And I'm like, damn that guy's got to be freaking important he's a student but he's wearing a suit and then i hear him on the announcements i'm like oh damn Mm -hmm. you know there was like great levels of respect you know you saw the football team coming you got the fuck out of the way yeah but then when (laughs) we got to OAC and you get the younger ones coming up hey faggot nice long hair and i'm like I'm about to show you what I can do with or without long hair because I'll be using my fist. Like, I remember getting in one fight, punched a kid halfway across the cafeteria with one shot. He hit me five times, but it was my one that ended it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's the difference because, like, that generation could talk a big game, but they couldn't play a big game. That's because that was the generation now we've got the, the generation that, the scr-, that still tries to talk a big game, but half of them can't talk a big game anymore. Because and they're all they fucking definitely, definitely can't play so a big game.
1: For people who aren't familiar with um, Ontario curriculum, or even Canada curriculum, I guess, is that um, thirteen grade 13 or OAC was optional. So technically speaking, I was eligible to graduate in 98 when Matt started high school, but I chose to do another year and I would have gotten my OAC credit, but one of my classes got canceled because there was only four people signed up for it.
3: So I was short an OAC credit. Yeah. And the OACs 13s were used. If you were going to university, you had to take them Yeah, Uh, either that or going as a, as a mature student. Um, But yeah, they were, that was why, why we did them is, is because it was university bound college. You didn't need them. Um, But for university you did.
2: So, I remember, and it, it makes me laugh, because I started in 99, but I didn't graduate until 2005, because unfortunately, my grade 9 year was split between two high schools, and they lost my records and stuff, so I I was the last grade 9 to go into Scott Park, before two years later, it got torn down, but um, I ended up going over to Parkview, which was the tech school, and...
1: Trying to see Matt do the math on that one is kind of funny. Just so I wish we were in YouTube Scott
2: at the Park same time. Park in two thousand
0: and one. If you're the last class coming in at grade nine, and two years later they, they shut it allow, down. They didn't allow any more students into the school after ninety nine. Oh, they didn't have any uh, more that admission. Makes sense okay. Now. okay, thank you. The right. Math was I'm wrong, sitting there. I'm like, right wait a minute. Time. One plus three
2: is not one. <laughs> no, no, no. They didn't allow any. St- Any more grade nines in after 99 is the way that they did it. But when I went over to, when I went over to Parkview, I had this fuck you attitude because I thought I was in grade 10 and here I was taking all grade nine classes, but, um, I'll never forget when I hit grade 12 and then I had to do grade 12 a second time because they realized that I forgot an English grade nine English credit. Um, my stepdad who's no longer with us chris he drove me to school one day and he said getting out of the car and watching me walk through the crowd it was like watching the red sea part because people seen me and they just moved out of my way because i was that guy everybody knew me as the guy you didn't fuck with i knew everybody i knew what your backstory was i didn't care what part of hamilton you came from what your upbringing was anything i treated you with respect until you disrespected me. And then That's I didn't have the code to, you live by now. Yeah. And I didn't have to do anything because I had people to do it for me. And he used to mm. laugh.
1: High school mafia boss. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but Chris used to laugh because it it was comical and I did I never realized it. And then there was a picture taken by our my last two years in high school, we finally got a yearbook. But there was a picture taken and I'm literally walking up the center of the walkway and you can see there's students on both sides of the walkway and nobody's in front of me.
1: I, I didn't even get my high school credit until the one day I got off my dad's motorcycle, took my helmet off, and handed him my leather jacket in the summertime. They're like, what?
2: Now, did, yeah. did anybody have to do summer school?
1: I did in grade uh, one. I, no, two, I think.
0: I did in grade one, one of the junior high grades, so either seven or eight.
3: For me, due to my medical conditions, I often mess, missed quite a bit of, of school in hospital and that. And uh due to the amount of time I missed, I had to take summer school a couple years. And it was I didn't have to go. They just they they just had to register me. But I went to a high school that had all the um physically disabled <laughs> students. So there were a lot of us in wheelchairs and my school was really different. There were not there weren't groups. Like, there was no, like, little clique groups or anything. Um, it was a really, like, calm school. And, like, there was no no fighting ever. I never, ever saw a fighting.
2: I um, want to see wheelchair jousting. I got
3: the best. I got the best story. So there's this guy in my school who was kind
1: of the, well, he was an asshole to some of my friends. But he was also the guy who thought he was funnier than shit. Until he wound up on the flagpole taped with duct tape. That was the best. That was hilarious. I think, I don't know. I think it made it a yearbook that went that year. I have to look. I have, now I have to look. I actually physically have to go downstairs, find my fucking yearbooks and find that picture because it's hilarious. I
2: I remember like my grade nine to grade 11 was grade, when grade nines came in, it was initiations. You initiated the grade nines. We didn't do that at my school. See, At my school, and like when I went to Cuba Secondary, if you joined the football team and you were grade nine, you got, um, frosh week. yeah, fro- it was basically what they call in college, fro- frosh week, well, yeah, and it's you were joining your clique, right? So, like, in with the football team, like, I played football my first year of high school, and we had to let the seniors cut our hair in any design and we had to wear it for a week till homecoming, our homecoming game, and then you got to shave your you could shave your head afterwards if it wasn't too bad. Um I unfortunately got suspended two days before our game and I talked to my captain of the football team and uh he allowed me to shave my head prematurely before everybody else because I had like a spiral going down my head and like patches Like, missing and stuff like that.
1: Do you do a lot of things prematurely?
2: No. (laughs) I have four children. Nothing's premature.
1: I think a lot of that's probably premature. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) We got them fixed, ladies. You're safe.
2: (laughs) Back to what I was saying before. (laughs) Yeah. So, um... But, like, we... Grade 9, so when I started here in Hamilton... For like at Parkview, the grade nines, you basically lined up on the front sidewalk, and the the grade twelves were allowed to like throw eggs at you or flour or something like that. Like it was nothing malicious.
1: That is called bullying in today's standards. Well, yeah, kids today can't take fuck off.
2: But and
1: we just got canceled. But like,
2: yeah. <laughs> so when I hit finally hit grade ten and grade eleven, where we were allowed to partake in these traditions, what we thought were traditions, I made a kid push up. um, eraser down the hallway with his tongue. And I was like, (laughs) and it was like, okay, if you can push it down the hallway and at least get it halfway, you won't get a swirly. And he failed miserably. And unfortunately, he ended up chipping a tooth and I helped pay for his, his dental work. I ended up taking money out of my own pocket to help him pay for his dental work because I felt bad that I had hurt this kid. And I know what it's like for, dental and uh yeah that's your can matt um but back to what i was saying we ended up giving this kid a swirly and then he ended up becoming like one of my best friends through high school and it was funny because like that's what connected us was me picking on this poor kid
3: it's interesting one thing i do remember a lot of uh from 80s and and 90s was when there was bullying Kind of the unspoken rule was you don't you do not go to the adults because it's only gonna get worse. It was the kids had to deal with it themselves. And and that was encouraged by the teachers and by the parents. No, how can you fix this? How can you do now? But we didn't have to deal with like cyberbullying or things like that. No, that yeah, was that was yeah, it was a big difference. Um, I know my school was extremely strict. If there was any type of what looked like an initiation or frosh, people were expelled right away. It was – they did not joke around. It was very strict. We, we didn't have any of that. It was really kind of odd. But um, but it was – if there was an issue between <clears throat> students, it was deal with it yourselves. Sort it out. Negotiate. Figure out a, a way around. You don't go to the adults unless really, really horrible.
1: So my school didn't really have strict codes in terms of bullying. We just – and we didn't really have um, initiations or anything. I think – one of the reasons why I went to Beansville was to avoid the initiations that I heard were being done at Grinsby, Because yeah. they were really bad. And I'm like, I'm not that type of person. I, I don't want to get bullied or I don't want to get initiated. I don't really. I'm, that's not who I am. Right. So when I went to Beansville, I was kind of surprised that I didn't end up in a locker. Um, but it Sorry. wasn't a big deal. I didn't really see a whole lot of bullying. And bullying didn't really become a huge issue until Columbine. Yeah. When you really had to kind of start watching it.
0: So one of the big things uh, in the 90s uh, that really took off was parody music. And one of the things I was a big fan of was Weird Al. Yeah, me too. And and with Weird Al, I think he covered like a lot of the 90s. Like I know he started earlier than that. But he started once, in the 80s. Yeah, he started in the 80s. But once he hit the 90s, he was actually like mainstream and stuff like that. So in, in that respect, like. There were so many songs he parodied. Well, if they you, were playing a lot wanted... of his
1: stuff even on the radio at that time in the nineties.
0: Well, yeah, but like if you took any super popular song, "Gangsters Paradise," right through to Nirvana, you know, uh, "Like a Virgin" by Madonna, that was 80s. even. That was eighties. Yeah, but I don't think he parodied it till the nineties. No, 80s. it was eighties. It was in the eighties. Oh, okay. Yeah, but. Yeah.
3: One week, bare naked ladies, American yep. Pie. Yeah. He did he did uh, episode one with American Pie. Uh, Jurassic Park. Alan- uh, yeah, yeah. Jurassic
0: Park was huge. Alanis Morissette was huge. Michael Jackson's Dangerous was huge.
3: And interesting thing though, like in the nineties, a lot of the stuff that got big, um music, movies, TV shows, and that a lot of it was very counterculture. They would really push the boundaries and try to go past what was had been like the safe zones. Like if you look at the uh, big issue is you look at the sitcoms from the eighties; it's all perfect, happy families, everything goes great. You look at the sitcoms from the nineties; absolute opposite.
0: When when uh, when was Terminator Two? Uh,
3: ninety two was. Yeah, I think T two was ninety two because I was just getting into high school. One of
0: the only sequels that, in oh. a lot of people's opinions, is better than the oh, original. Oh,
3: amazing, amazing movie! And and I mean, I had a massive, massive crush on Furlong. <laughs> so can we just say this?
1: Hi, Wayne. Hi.
0: <laughs> Wayne's, yeah, World Wayne's World was huge. I tricked my grandmother into taking us younger kids to go see Wayne's World number two. Oh. Uh, because as you, Sarah, know, my grandmother has never upgraded from the AM radio to the TV. Yes. So she had no idea what Saturday Night well, Live was. she has was.
1: a black and white TV.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's not plugged in. It's in the corner facing the other way. Yeah, it's
1: collecting dust. His grandmother's old 22? school and I love it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like Wayne's World... There was Wayne's World, there was Georgia the Jungle, there was um the better
0: Disney movies. The
1: better, yeah, cuz we had Lion Instead King. of the
0: live action bull crap. Okay, Chris, King. you can have it cuz I said Disney.
1: We had Little Mermaid, we had Beauty and the Beast, like there was really good Disney Aladdin. movies back in then. Aladdin, yeah. It was it was Disney's
3: renaissance. Yes. Um uh, like in the in the 80s <laughs> when we grew up, we didn't really have Disney. Like there was very like Disney was like we 20, 30 Sunday years old. Yeah, like we had Sunday Night Disney, but Disney movies like that was like 20 30 years old like we weren't interested but then Little Mermaid came out and I believe it was 88 or 89 and after that then followed by Beauty and was the 80s? Beast oh, yeah it was, was in the 80s it came, like came out late 80s and that was said, the like, Disney VHS Renaissance VHS until
1: the
3: 90s. yeah yeah it was a huge Renaissance for the Disney movies so like even me I was I was in high school and I was watching them like like they were amazing
2: oh well, what about a kid in King Arthur's court or Encino man oh Biodome. Biodome. Page Master. Airheads. Airheads. Yes. Oh, the rise
1: of Adam Sandler movies. The like
0: Mighty Duck series. Adam
1: yes. Sandler movies. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Gilmore. Yeah. Wedding yeah. Singer.
0: Yeah. S- Shazam and Kazam. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Cover both those bases. Shack
0: sure. yeah. Fu. Sinbad. And Sinbad. Because yeah. I know that exists.
3: I I yes. remember that, yeah.
0: Uh, Okay, so here's an update on the Sinbad, the, okay, so if you don't know about the Mandela effect, go check out our thing, or, or, or look it up on YouTube, there's a bunch of stuff about it, it's about how things from the past have changed, and some people say it's just a lot of people remembering it a different way, other people say, no, that shit has changed. Anyways, long story short... Uh, What one was I talking about? Shazam. Shazam. So there was a genie movie that came out in the 90s with Shaquille O'Neal in it called Shazam. A lot of people I know remember one with a genie in it also coming out then called Kazam with Sinbad the... He wasn't the sailor. He was the entertainer. Yeah. He
1: was, yeah, he was a comedian. He was a
0: comedian. And, and he was pretty popular. He came popular. off of
1: Different World, uh, that's been off of Cosby yeah, Show. Yeah,
0: and he was on Jingle All the Way and other other things. He things. was big he was, in he, the early yeah, 90s. Yeah, he, he was pretty huge. He was a comedic, so. Uh You can't forget the Weezy buddy.
1: Yeah, Polly Shore. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, Son in law. Son in law. Son in law,
1: yeah. He was in Biodomas, too. Mm-hmm. Biodomas, well. But um, I loved Airheads. You know, like naked pictures of B. Arthur when they're trying to give their list of demands when they're holding the radio station hostage for not playing their tape. That was the best.
3: Wasn't wasn't that also? Did Scream come out in the nineties? Because I think it was. We also started getting. See, I hated any of those stupid sitcoms. I know you know me. I never liked them. Um, but I do remember the slasher movies starting to come out, and and the teenage movie like Clueless. Clueless! Oh my god! Clueless! Like oh my god! Like amazing! Um,
2: Like oh my god! Like
3: oh my what? As if! Yeah! Yeah. Um, There were so many iconic movies, and and so many of them. And then of course we'd go watch them and go to blockbuster. Alicia
2: Silverstone was the dumb blonde. Oh yeah! Of Um, the (laughs) nineties.
3: Who we can't mention
1: the nineties without the most iconic girl band. Ever, the Spice Girls, and how I cried at the movie Spice World because they broke up in the movie. I did too. No, you didn't. You're so no, full I of really shit. didn't. What? I made Colleen take me to that movie at least once because I saw it twice in the theater. I can't remember who the second time I went. My with.
0: sister made me watch that thing on oh, repeat.
1: Oh, oh, oh.
0: It's what? magic, you know.
1: Blair Witch Project. Was that? I was just.
0: That, thinking I don't that. think that was the '90s. Was, was it 2000? Yeah, was 2000. Now somebody
1: looked that shit up. I could have. I could have. Good sw- I'm sorry, I'm drunk now. I could have sworn that was at least 98.99.
2: 99
1: <laughs> That's where you watch the pay-per-views when 99. you can't afford it. Oh, I was right. See, it was 99. Just
0: yeah. barely under the wire.
1: And we're also missing the biggest thing of the '90s. Y2K.
0: Well, that's the end of the 90s. That was
1: the end of the 90s. But you got to admit, that had some people freaked out where I was just kind of like, I'm 19, I'm like... Whatever. It's not going to happen.
0: Well, this is actually a good spot to end it, too, because we're at 48 minutes. There you so go. we'll let Chris I didn't even skip. I get to uh... mention
1: Prince and his symbol changing. Yeah,
0: well, you yeah. decided to talk about how much high school was the same for everybody but we else.
1: We all were in high school in the 90s. Oh, except for you two.
0: Yeah, but a lot of high school is going to be a lot like everybody else's oh, yeah, high true. school. You know, like I'm sure a lot of the things we mentioned about high school are still the same. It's just that we're not in high school to know that they're still the same.
2: Oh, we, dude! We could definitely WD-40 make this that a little longer because we didn't touch on the Walkman, the Ghetto Blaster,
0: <laughs> the Disc Man, the
1: Disc Man that that never fit with
0: anti-skip anybody's pocket. It, where it skipped anyways. Pocket. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I traded a Disc Man for a CD drive for my computer. Or no, it was the other way around. I had an extra CD drive and I traded it for a Disc Man. Piece of crap disc man because it was like one of the first generation. Oh. It did not I have anti-skip. You sneeze and this thing was like.
1: I got the story about that. Sorry, calling. Hang on one second. So i I lived about fifteen minute drive out of town from my high school. It would take me an hour to walk from high school to my grandparents, which was just on the outskirts of the town that I lived in. I did that in platform shoes with a disc man. Playing Spice Girls. How 90s can you fucking get? In an hour. And that thing skipped all the time. I ended up actually saying fuck it and going to my sports Walkman with a tape. <laughs> so there you go.
3: Tape
0: that was thing always the best way to all go. All the fucking time. Nanos? Do the you guys other biggie, like,
3: I mean, I remember the pagers, the rise of the pagers, and the very, very earliest cell phones... Which you know you only use for absolute emergencies because they were giant and they were cost a fortune, and uh, and I'm sorry tamagotchis.
2: Well, you had to have a tamagotchi. Everyone
3: had to. Have, uh, everyone had to have a tamagotchi.
2: Yeah, Nano, yeah. Nano was a welfare version.
3: Yeah, yeah. Welfare version, right Woo! here, bitches. I never yeah. had one.
2: <laughs> I had so the first crime I ever committed, and I can say this because I was officially the of
3: limitations is up.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: not only that, but I, I actually got in real shit for it. Was three days before Christmas, stabbed a bitch. the big saying. thing was Tamagotchis, and mm-hmm. I knew my, my dad was, we were on the poorer side, and I wasn't going to get one, and all my friends, I knew all my friends were getting them, because, like, the neighborhood I grew up in, I was friends with all my parents, like, all my friends' parents, so they would ask me, because I was a kid that knew everything. Like what are they into? What do they want? And everybody wanted a Tamagotchi. Even the boys, it's it's hard to admit, but yes, even us it's boys. Not. Whatever. <laughs> but if it's a video so, game and has buttons, Matt wanted it yeah.
1: regardless.
2: So I Excuse went me. to the Kmart here in Hamilton and walked in and they had Tamagotchis right by the front of the store. As soon as you walked in, there was a giant display of them. I picked three up, put them in my pocket, walked around the store, and then walked out of the store with the Tamagotchis.
1: so you forgot to pay for them.
2: I forgot to pay for them, and it wasn't until I was leaving the mall that security grabbed me and threw me into the holding cell. They called my dad, and my dad came down, and he was like, okay, so you guys caught him stealing. What was he stealing? And when they explained what I had stole, he was like, are you stupid? I just bought you two. You're a moron because they o- they were only $20.
0: I did not have a Tamagotchi, and this is why. I had a Digimon. I had Where a Digimon animal. started was actually a boy version to the Tamagotchi. So you would get a little gooey ball like you would with a Tamagotchi... But when you raised yours, it would turn into like different creatures, different monsters, each one's with different powers and stuff like that. Pocket Monsters is just the Japanese translation of Pokemon. Um, but Digimon oh my God, I was. I finally get that. Yeah. Digimon was actually. Uh, I drunk
1: to get it, but I got
0: it. Digimon was actually out long before Pokemon was. I think Pokemon came out maybe around <coughs> the same time in Japan. But, anyways, uh, these things. When you raised them, depending on how you treated them, depended on how it was going to turn into the next time, right? And if you took two of these and put them together, you could actually uh, battle each other with them. So that brought that little play feature into it.
2: Mm. No,
1: okay, go about your Game Boy. I think and so. I want like I,
2: I know Game Boy. Game Boy wasn't '90s though; it was late '80s, but the fact that you could connect them didn't come out until the 90s and you could join the chords and oh was it tetris okay so i'm <coughs> and then, incorrect then sorry. i would
1: be remiss not to mention that one of the biggest things in my life in terms of the 1990s was the monday night wars between wwe and wcw i'm sorry but that was like <laughs> the best time in wrestling right at the birth of the attitude the era '97 is the nwo i mean like even though I wasn't a big WCW person, I was always a WWF loyalist. I knew about what was going on. And how could you not? So, when Hulk Hogan turned heel for the first time in my lifetime and joined the nwo, which was the New World Order for all you non-wrestling fans out there with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and Sean Waltman. Oh, no, Sean Waltman Sean wasn't Walt in it came yet. after. He came after Hogan. It was like the biggest thing. It was like the like iconic thing it was
0: dumb it was straight but up it a dumb
1: fucking f- work
0: yeah but everybody who wasn't an nwo soon <laughs> became an nwo red next thing you know yeah. you got two different factions oh no that
1: became dumb
0: yeah but still that's we're that, talking like 95 it was the dumbest 96. gimmick that 96. ever happened getting all the star powers together and stuff like that that was the no oh,
1: and one of the best things from wwf that came out of the 90s was hell in the cell i'm sorry i'm a hell in the cell fan i like those matches. I, I like the fact that they, they came out... They
0: both Hogan and Taker in the 90s.
1: Oh, yeah. Taker was huge. He still is. Well, he No, but, like, thing. they
0: wrecked him. Like, so Taker went to the biker thing, and then no, Hogan... God, that, was that was 2000? Okay, well, then I take that one back. Yeah. But I'll Hogan went to the bad guy Hogan, and that killed it for me.
2: But it meant something, though. It was so <laughs> huge. to To watch Hogan go from eat your vitamins, say your prayers, to fuck you... Yeah. Fuck the man. Take
1: the steroids in the ass. That's the kind of vitamins I was talking about. Here's... Have a beard.
2: Dropping a leg drop on Randy Savage in the middle of the ring.
1: don't touch my macho. It was
2: the most iconic heel turn of all time to this day. The (laughs) only other person who could pull off that heel turn, and Sarah's gonna hate me in a second... As John Cena,
1: no, I don't hate you. I fully 100% agree with you. See, if John Cena turned heel, it would be bananas,
0: but that was the problem, right? Like, uh, Hulk Hogan to me growing up when it came to wrestling, he was the superman. He, I understand he, that you know what I mean? Like, he could do no wrong. He, he yeah, eat your vitamins, you know.
1: I will be the first to admit, like that... like the only when,
0: one more than him was, you know, Mr. T. You when know, Stay in school, jumped nice on to Hogan your and
1: broke his ribs. I thought that was real. Mm-hmm. Mind you, that wasn't the '90s; that was like '88, '89, I think. Um, Owen died
0: in the '90s, didn't he? Owen Hart died in
1: 1999, May 23rd, 1999, which is oddly enough Bray Wyatt's birthday. he was born May 23rd, 1987, and we just had to say goodbye to him this week. I don't want to talk about it. That's and why I'm drunk also.
0: Right now. Other gentleman, Terry Funk. Terry Funk passed away too. Passed away too. Uh, we lost Bob Barker today. Yeah. Really? Yes, Bob Barker died today at the age of 99. Uh, so now you can tell when we record these things. Yeah. Anyways, we're at 57 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. So I think we did all right covering the 90s. What? No, you're not allowed to say nothing. No, 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 you, you're gonna bad end at it this. With a good thing. You're gonna you love it. Oh, if I don't, you're on fire.
2: And we're going to end it.
0: Right here.